Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Johnny Ken Show, John Cobell, Ken and Shampoo, it's Camp Life. AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, welcome everybody. Uh, stay tuned to Camp I News for the latest on Ukraine, Russia. Kind of standard stuff, though. Russia's bombing more places and killing more civilians, but talks continue. And uh, we'll also take a look at. Uh, and they want Alaska back. Yeah, that's our favorite story of the day. That uh, there's a couple of uh, TV pundits there on Russian state television who are talking about taking Alaska back. And uh, Fort Ross, which is a state park in California. They want that back. That was originally a, a Russian settlement in the 1800s, yes. So it, uh, they the, were both sold, though. So The uh, negotiations are getting intense. Do we still have the paperwork on these deals? I don't, I don't know. If it, if it meant saving uh, thousands of Ukrainian lives, should we give them Fort Ross? Uh, I don't know. What did your son say? Was he impressed with it? Is it uh, worth... He was completely baffled. Okay. <laughs> Um, your son visited Fort Ross, apparently. So, yeah, right. So he's he's familiar with. It. He says it's old barns. Oh, hmm. and so, it's preserved for what reason? So people can visit old it's, barns. It's history. It's because <laughs> it, it was a, it was a real Russian settlement. Settlement that, yeah. that the Russians owned. Yeah, back because in the, this was a uh, right. I yeah. mean, we were, were the United States, but weren't we pretty much just the thirteen colonies back then? Or maybe we were. Oh a few yeah, more California in was not a state yet. This this no, is pre gold rush. Right. Uh, also uh, coming up. Later on this hour, we'll take a look at uh, the latest excitement over homeless housing. We'll describe it for you. Uh, it's, a, it's a steel construction sort of apartment complex, but wait do you hear what it's made of. And then, of course, wait do you hear how much it costs. All right. We're going to talk now with uh, Mersima Musavian, hmm. uh, a parent who's uh, attended a rally with other parents on Wilshire Boulevard protesting that the Los Angeles Unified School District is still forcing students to wear masks indoors, even though the state, uh, the CDC, the county have all relaxed that rule. Uh, LAUSD is one of very few places in the entire country that's insisting the students say mask, and uh, some parents have had it. Uh, and so let's uh, get her on the line. Mersima, is that how you say your name? Yeah, pretty well said. Nice one. All right. I've right. been practicing on Ukrainian names and Russian names all week. So, Well, this one's a Persian one. This but is Persian. You're but doing I, pretty you know, good. I, yeah, I'm, I'm getting better at uh, you know, complex-looking names. Well, <laughs> tell, us, um, tell us about 
first of all, this mandate is is like an absolute mandate indoors. There's no option, no nothing. It's insane. I mean, I don't even know where to begin. I think most parents are so frustrated. They they feel they don't have a voice every time they try and say something. They're shut down by the unions. I mean, they've been saying that they have followed the science, but clearly this is not a scientific matter anymore. We are they're using our children as a bargaining tool. I think the district allowed them way too much leeway within their bargaining units. And now our children are paying the price. I mean, it's not just they are the only part of only district in the country. But if you go to the great wider world, some never mask, especially the elementary. And so for me, knowing that and having one foot and ear, I should say, actually, one ear over the water and seeing what the world is doing, and then watching what the unions are doing to our children. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, now, you, you call it a bargaining chip. Is that you think to remove the mask mandate, they'll be looking for a give back? Is that what you think is coming? Part, part of the deal, yes. I mean, for sure. Every single stage of the, since the pandemic hit, the teachers' union have used the children as a tool to forward their own agenda. And our children have paid the price when it came to school openings and then when it came to uh, regulation and now the mask mandate. Each time they have allowed themselves a caveat within their contracts that allows themselves another bonus when it comes to time to, for example, now to move the mask. Last June, they, they negotiated that they would have a say on whether masks should be removed. Well, but that's sick. That's extortion. Your child has to wear a mask until they get another bonus? Exactly. And they also want no accountability for the learning loss, which they are denying. But it's all over the news. It's all over the statistics. From John Hopkins to Harvard, they're all putting it out there. Yet the unions are pretending that this isn't happening and they want no accountability for it. Can you imagine? I, for me, this is mind-blowing. And the frustration felt by the parents. And every parent who was there, I guarantee you, was supporting and there on behalf of the hundreds of thousands of parents that, that, that were working. They couldn't... Nobody believed that it would get to this stage for them to organize to be there, if you understand what I mean. We, we, have, a, we, we, we have a new superintendent, Alberto Cavallo. Uh, has, what's, has he expressed any viewpoint publicly? Uh, well, he has uh, um, released a couple of tweets. Uh, one Whoa. that suggests that we are going to take it off the ramp following the signs of the CDC and the county. And he has suggested that he is in favor of, of the uh, a, a, a choice for the mask mandate. But it seems that the unions have them over a barrel. I cannot believe that a school board and the superintendent are literally being held over a barrel. I mean, this, for me, I think they should see it as political suicide. I don't know a single parent in District 4, I mean, I don't know, I'm not suggesting there isn't any, that that feel that the, the, their school board is representing them, listening to them at, at all. Well, there's a, there's a report from Channel 2 that tomorrow there's a bargaining session and UTLA has agreed to discuss removing the mask exactly. mandate. 
Exactly. They have agreed to discuss. Now, yeah. what does that mean? Does that mean that as long as they get a bunch of things, then our yeah. children can see each other's faces? I mean, this isn't just about the older children in the grades. There are birth graders that started school thinking it's normal to wear a mask. We've ruined generations of children now who are... I mean, as I say, choice is the most important thing for me. But we've damaged these children. And it, it, I mean, there are studies being released on a daily basis on what we're doing. And the, the, the unions are suggesting no, no, that they, these children they, have they some bargaining. The, the, well, they always say they got science on their no, side, no, which they, is they, nonsense. The unions know that there's no science to support this. They don't care. It is just ransom. It is... It is power it's politics. Terrible. It's like we have leverage and we're going to make money on this. Of course right. they and know they there's no science. Into the, into the board members that are hired. Most of, I think all of the board members are UCLA supported. And I, uh, as far as I'm aware, I could be wrong, maybe one, but there are no LACUSD parents yeah. on that board. Well, and nobody wants to listen to us. Yeah, well, because exactly. in this in the grand money laundering scheme that exists in politics here in <laughs> California, the school board members get a kickback in the form of very generous campaign contributions from the teachers' That's union. Right. So the more money right. the teachers' union gets, the more money these school board members get for their next election. And yeah, who knows and know who knows what else? Well, and I also know plenty of LAUSD teachers. One who I spoke to recently is an ex-LAUSD teacher. Uh, our sons play on the same baseball team. And she suggested that the teachers, the poor teachers, are bullied by the unions to become members and to vote with them. Well, the, you I know, mean, bullied back. Stop, I, I'm sick of hearing about how everybody's bullied. Stop acting weak. Go public. Yeah, find a I microphone. We got, we got microphones here. I invite all, any teacher to come to our studios here, call us up on the phone, and tell us the truth, what goes on with LAUSD. I'm sick of people going, I'm bullied. So stop, stop being a victim. Stop being a weakling. Good Lord. Yes, I mean, I totally agree with you. I, I am one of the parents, maybe I'm a little bit radical, but if they don't want to come to work because the children are free to take their masks off, then don't come to work. Yeah. There are plenty of teachers out there who love their job and are not on this stance. But the the union seem to, um, as you say, like money launder and get what they want. And I personally would never vote for one of those school boards at the next election. And I know plenty of parents who wouldn't. If this is not an LAUSD parent on that school board, then I'm not interested. Well, All right, thanks for coming on. Mersima, I, I wish every parent was like you, and uh, we'll keep track of this story. Maybe we'll talk with you again soon. Great. Nice speaking to you. All right, that's Mersima Musa, Musavian. Uh, anyway, she's a Musavian. Musavian, of an L.A. Unified School District student, and she was part of a protest today outside of LAUSD headquarters in Koreatown demanding the end of the mask mandate. There is some sort of a bargaining session tomorrow. Good luck in which the teachers union claims they'll talk about it. It says here that the superintendent does support a policy which is not mandated but recommended. He's a, he's a coward. All right, this guy just came in, I believe, from uh, the Miami area. Alberto Carvalho. Coward. That should be attached to his name. Hmm. He's, it, all these people have platforms where they can make a big stink and tell the truth. The LA Teachers Union is a bunch of bunch of gangsters, a bunch of thugs. They're holding the kids ransom. They want a payoff, is what they want. So they're forcing kids 
to cover their faces until they get paid money. And then the school board members get a kickback in the form of uh, campaign donations because the whole stinking system is corrupt to the bone. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell and Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, trouble for yoga pants. Mayor Garcetti's nomination to be the next ambassador to India held up by a powerful Republican U.S. senator. We'll talk to an organization that helped make that happen coming up after the news at 4 o'clock. Coming up after 3.30, Hope on Alvarado. It's a project that's been in the works for a few years. It is homeless housing. Steel containers were turned into an apartment complex for the formerly homeless. I like the story you found. Did you see where it's from? The Homeless Times? <laughs> it's also from 2019, but I guess when they but, were... But, but that, that's the first story I found that had the cost of the project in it. Yes, I was trying to find the cost. Because, right, we'll explain what this is. Because the story that uh, that we originally had, I couldn't find the cost. It was one of these, oh, aren't we wonderful? Isn't this a happy story? We have uh, steel housing for the homeless. Isn't this great? Wait till you see the eye-popping price. Yeah, it sounds like, you know, oh, they're making some use out of shipping containers or steel containers that are otherwise just, you know, recycled into more steel. And it's great. And, yeah, well, right. We wait. We'll talk about the cost. We'll talk about what's in there. It's ridiculous to believe they can do this for hundreds of thousands of homeless people. It can't happen. Uh, we have, uh, at the risk of Eric Sklar going nuts, we have an update on Tony Villar. Uh, as you know, what's this? What, well, what's that? What is it? I well, we heard. found out recently that Tony Villar is apparently divorcing his wife, remember? Mm-hmm. Where are the women at, guys? The former Los Angeles mayor. It looks like they're going to have to go to court to fight because she's asking for spousal support. According to uh, court documents obtained by Radar Online just yesterday, Patricia Villaragosa filed a response to Antonio's petition for divorce. And uh, she made a couple of points. I guess they got a hold of the documents. Anyway, uh, he listed the date of marriage as August 20th, 2016. The date of separation, June 1st, 2018. However, they were seen celebrating their fifth anniversary last August. A romantic photo at dinner. Makes no sense. In November, they were seen in photos together with family, looking to be happy. So in her petition, she says that actually the date of separation is December 20th, 2021. But she's lawyered up. She's ready to go. She's supposed to be a fashion designer, but apparently she thinks he has all the money. Oh, so he shortened the marriage in order to be less financially responsible. That is one possibility, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. He's going to say, I was just a year and a half. I really I really oh, don't owe that much right. money to her. Yeah, well, he's a snake. He's a deceptive, well, uh, backstabbing snake. They, <laughs> I, You know, I have no sympathy for her because what are you doing marrying Tony Villar? What are you doing? What do you think was going to happen? All it says is irreconcilable differences, which could mean anything. Yeah, you know what that means. That's what you're thinking. Huh? <laughs> yeah, sure. You look at his history. What, he, he was going to change his morals in his 60s? Yeah, where is Mytholo Mytho- Salinas? Mytholo Salinas. Was, was she a radio reporter that he was? She was, uh, I th- yeah. I think she was one of the Spanish she, language radio stations. And, and TV, I think she did, too. I think she was she a did. TV reporter. Telemundo? Or in something fact, 
Mirthala Salinas, and, and if you don't remember this, had it, this wild affair with Tony Villar while he was married. And was was he was caught bringing wine and flowers to her apartment and somehow it made it in the papers. I think it was a tabloid that caught him yeah. and followed him. So it was this big scandal, and she was a TV reporter, and she met because of us. When he we sent him the toilet brushes, and he ended up with an entire storage room worth of toilet brushes. Because Villar had done this speech pandering to illegal immigrants saying, We, we clean your toilets! There it is. So we sent him toilet brushes to commemorate the moment. And she did that story on TV. A number of the TV stations did it, uh, that all these toilet brushes came in. And that's how we met her. I wonder if that's why he denounced us sometime later, remember? <laughs> yeah. We should be ashamed. Right. The big, the big shaming speech. Shame on you. Yeah. He, he, gave, he gave a single speech just to denounce us. Oh, that was great. I remember Try- we were on a remote that day. We, we, yeah. we couldn't, it was tough to follow the news because we were outside doing a show somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And, and Chan- people were telling us that uh, Tony Villar talked about you today. And yeah, like, yeah. We, we went he denounced the- you. Channel 5 was covering our event, and uh, we went into their control truck, and they had a video of, of his speech denouncing us. And I thought, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> uh, here are some financial things that are little... Remember when Tony Villar was leaving the mayor's office with the concern that he didn't have enough to keep up his lifestyle? Yes. They have a $3.8 million Beverly Hills mansion, it says here, that he purchased last year. Uh-huh. She wants that as community property. Yeah. Oh, well, he joined a lobbyist group. Oh, he left Mercury Public Affairs. Right, but he was there for a few years. He was. They and, probably paid him a decent salary. Yeah, well, because because he was he was he had the connections to other politicians. Oh, I didn't know that she worked there too. That must be how he there, met her. Yeah, they're both they're they're both up to they're they're both greasy. No. I mean they're both cor- I mean they got to be corrupt, right? You you're working for I, a lobby, a political lobbying outfit. Oh, and and the marriage didn't work out. Wow, a marriage to Tony Villar didn't work out. That's number two. Uh, She's asking for monthly spousal support, and she wants to be awarded a property in Mexico. They also was able to purchase a property in Mexico. Can you imagine how much under-the-table stuff flows through a political lobbying outfit? Yeah, but he was also, remember, there was a bank. Yeah. I think, was it Herbalife? Herbalife, yeah. Yeah. Like a billboard head? (laughs) And none of it's real work. No, none he's of a true. partner. Uh, it goes to lunch to try to get other uh, slimy politicians. Right, they wanted to, a Latino face for them yeah, to yeah spout out he, who's on our side. He has no discernible talents or brains. None. Does he still have the think tank at USC? <laughs> Schwarzenegger's next door. <laughs> did they have separate tanks or did they do it together? I forget. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, he may have been a part of Schwarzenegger's think tank. Yeah, the Schwarzenegger Viragosa think tank. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Very empty tank. Yeah, the theory of. All rel- the water's been drained. <laughs> the brain water's gone. You, you were not going to get the theory of relativity coming out of that think tank. All right, when we return, we'll take a look at uh, Hope on Alvarado. These are apartments for the homeless that were made from steel containers. And apparently the organization that helped build them, they're very proud. They showed them off to a couple of local media. We'll describe them for you, and then we'll get to the price, which is the fun part. Coming up. John and Ken, KFI. John and Ken Show. John Cobell, Ken Shampo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We're excited to tell you the Moist Line is back on Friday, three days away. 
We were both off last Friday, so it'll be a two-week backlog, but uh, we get some fresh calls. one 877 Moist 86 Just a swig of Metamucil, and I'll clear things out. one 877 uh, I was going to say Imodium. 664-7886, but you're right, Metamucil is to help you purge. Yes. We want to purge. Do you ever see those when you see the big ads that pop up on websites? And one of them is, ha, click here to clear your bowels completely every morning. This is what you do. I'm like, as soon as you click bowels it, every morning. it'll happen right away. As soon as oh, you. Oh, yeah, it's like a toilet flush. Yeah, right. Flooding out of your butt. Uh, anyway, we're going to learn more about the possible fate of Mayor Yoga Pants and his assignment to be the next ambassador to India. As you know, a major U.S. senator. Chuck Grassley objected to the uh, to the uh, Garcetti nomination, holding it up for now. A whistleblower organization that was helped to bring this to the attention of the U.S. Senate will join us after four o'clock for an update to see if this really could harpoon. I like that word, harpoon. Yeah, uh, the he, mayor's uh, appointment. He needs a harpooning. He needs a harpooning. Uh, this is one of these stories we have to do because um, it started out as a shiny headline. A look inside L.A.'s new steel container apartments for the homeless. From the outside, the hope on Alvarado apartments look pretty much like any new development. The building northwest of downtown is five stories high. Floor-to-ceiling windows and steel exterior give it a modern industrial feel. But things on the inside look different than your average brand-new apartment complex. The units are steel containers, much like the shipping containers you see loaded at the docks at the Port of L.A., They've been converted into micro-apartments. Common spaces are filled with amenities and resources to support the building's formerly homeless residents. Now, the reason it's important to go through this story is to tell you this is what they mean by totally supportive homeless housing. And the moral of this is we can't afford this. This is extremely expensive. And 87 this- units is all this is. 320 square foot studios, or you might get a 480 square foot one bedroom apartment, which granted is not very big. However, they're nice looking. I'm looking at the pictures. They have nice flooring. They got the barn doors for the bathrooms. Yeah. They come fully furnished. Yeah. Too nice. So that's this what is I, too nice. That's what I was suspicious of. And this will just draw other people who want free housing in, in L.A. Yeah. Come there and squat yeah. for a few months. Can you imagine? Get on the list. It, it takes people years of not working of injecting drugs, of being irresponsible, of not treating their mental illness. And in the end, they get a reward, a, a shiny new apartment. And and that's the thing. It They say it's made of it's uh, steel containers. It's better but, than like most hotels. Okay, so I saw this and I go, oh, this is really suspicious. Okay, because this is a happy, smiley story from uh, KTLA. And uh, I don't... got it from like a wire service. He, uh, Nextstar Media Wire. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess the L.A. Times didn't have a connection to this because it, it reads like an L.A. Times uh, oh, does. press release, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. About I how mean, wonderful this is. They talk about the amenities in here. Uh, it says that uh, architects paid attention to shared spaces. There are spaces where people can gather, like a lounge area with a TV well, and a foosball table. I'm, Outdoor spaces where you can be alone if you're craving some privacy. Well, apparently, whoever is the news editor at Channel 5 or the Next Star Media Wire, none of them were curious enough to say, I wonder how much this costs. Hmm. And I you found, found it, it in I, 2019. Uh, yeah, I found uh, 15 seconds on Google. Go- Google. I wrote, hope on all, all, 
Alvarado cost? Uh, and, sometimes I go to Google. They're pretty good, too. <laughs> Google, it's a rival. All right, here we go. Per unit, per unit construction costs range from $400,000 to $425,000. The story goes on to explain that's cheaper than, than some of these $700,000 units we heard about in the audit. Remember that report? It is, but you could go to Home Depot and get a shed for a few hundred dollars. You could. Well, why? You get some real good temporary housing. Let these people get back on their feet that way. The tiny homes. You can't build them a shiny apartment with a, all this beautiful shared space. $400,000 prize for uh, sticking a heroin needle in your neck for years? Seriously? And there's only... Squatting on public property? Which means this cost... Uh, uh, do the math on this, but uh, there's only 87 units... So it only helped 87 people out of 70,000. And we don't know how long it's helped them. I, to this day, will never forget when we were down at Skid Row and we stood outside one of these buildings that they built for the homeless. And all we heard from that police officer, I think his name, I still remember, was Dion Joseph, I believe, LAPD. Yes, yes, I remember. Who him. said there's nothing but drug dealing and prostitution going on in there. It's horrible. It's a mess. So I don't know what all these supportive solutions are supposed to be. Uh, allegedly, this place is going to have on-site counselors. Oh yeah, or don't they all? Yeah, Big like size all, community room, like all the sidewalk counselors that have allowed the seventy thousand homeless people to die on the streets. Because most of them are going to die on the streets. Yeah, there's all your counseling. Let me see. I have my iPad calculator going here. Let's do eighty-seven times four hundred thousand. What's the cost of this project? There you go. to house 87 people. Well, apparently there's a series of these. They're calling them Hope on Developments. Hope. Don't you... Isn't that an obnoxious... uh, This this one's Hope on Alvarado. The next one will have Hope on whatever street it's built. No, this is Waste on Alvarado. And let's not forget the story that you were looking at with the price was 2019. This story makes it feel like these just opened three years later. That's supposed to be quick construction? Yeah. Maybe they've been open. I can't tell from the story if anybody's living there yet or what's going on from the new story. So they've, they, they, they have uh, hope well, They on- claim they finished them in less than 12 months. That's what they claim. Well, I mean, it should if it's just made of steel containers. But, you know, if they did it that quickly, why is it $425,000? I mean, what, what, are we, what are we talking about here? Look, and this is out of the billions and billions of dollars that we agreed to spend with Proposition HHH. I, I just, it's just so outrageous. It's so sickening how they waste this money. And then... The news media runs these happy smile, uh, smiley press release stories. Why, look at this. Hope on Alvarado. Can you hear the anchor? Hope on Alvarado for 87 formerly unhoused. Why, they get all kinds of addiction treatment services and employment counseling. It's like, yeah, for almost a half a million dollars a pop. Because they decided to be irresponsible with their lives. 87 adults who can't get up and go to work in the morning for God knows how many years. And now we got to bail them out and spend $35 million? Seriously? Oh, here's the list. Wow. Hope on Alvarado, Hope on Broadway, Hope on Hyde Park, and Hope on Avalon. Yeah. How about, Those how, are the other projects. How about rip off at Alvarado? Rip off on Broadway. Rip off on Hyde Park. Well, rip off enough, we, we can't afford this. We, and, and, and like I said, 
It's going to draw more people here who realize, wow, I can get a nice apartment like that built if I just squat somewhere on public property yeah. in L.A. They'll build me a, a nice apartment like this. The, the amount- Plus, if these people have the addictions and the mental illness that we think they do, there might be somebody on site to help them, but it's, it's going to be a failure for a lot of people. Well, this, this is an outrageous amount of money, and this is, this is one of the monuments to the Garcetti era. And, and we'll see if these places get taken over by the drug pushers and you'll have all these homeless people splayed out on the ground and they'll be back to where they started. Yeah, I was trying to find the list in one of these stories of all the supportive services that are there. It's like, oh, here it is. There's a good size office that caseworkers will have. Two conference rooms and a big community room for some of the services they need. And we built these apartments so they have plenty of light because... Our residents might be spending a lot of time indoors, and they need plenty of good light. <laughs> I'm glad they thought what? that. Well, well, so they hit just the right spot with the needle? Um, By the uh, way, yeah. are any of these people off the drugs before they get the apartment? They're not all drug users. Well, they're either drug users or they're mentally ill. It's one of the two. Because if you weren't mentally ill or a drug user, would you want to live with 86 other mentally ill drug uh, addicts? Right. If you were actually sane and sober, you wouldn't go near a place like this. Here are your neighbors. What? Right. What a colossal atrocity. It's a crime. John and Ken Show, KFI. Fine. John and Ken Show, John Cobell, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well... To Eric Garcetti's lofty aspirations to be the next ambassador to India has it taken a real hit. We'll talk about it again with this whistleblower organization that represented one of those who thinks the United States Senate should take another look at Garcetti's nomination because they believe there's plenty of witnesses to attest to the fact that Garcetti was well aware of, if not even witnessed, sex harassment by his top aide. He enables sexual abuse. That's what Garcetti does. Exactly. And... uh, Oh, by the way, I heard I heard uh, another source that all Garcetti's domestic uh, troubles, you know, how the police have been called a couple of times outside his home. Well, those are reported by uh, those were. Yeah, I heard there those were true stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, breaking news! The second gentleman is tested positive for COVID nineteen. <laughs> the second gentleman. That's. Kamala Harris's husband, Doug Emhoff. Uh-huh. What, she tested negative, but will continue to, to test. It what will did skip she... a White House event on gender equity. <laughs> <laughs> that's her job now. That, that's what she's doing? That we, was we, today's appearance, gender we, equity. Wait, we could get a nuclear missile at any moment, and, and she's going to a gender equity conference? Yes. <laughs> you imagine? How long could you sit there before you, you'd blow your brains out? I'd say I'd say like forty five seconds, and I'm, these are important I'm, I'm to cocking, some people. I'm cocking the trigger. I'm, this this is a reckoning for the country, race and gender. They're not, not coming along with well, this. They're just not going to stop on a this racial nonsense. and gender reckoning. Do you like realize reckoning? Do you realize that's a huge, like fake scam industry. The uh, like the gender equity industry. It's it's a whole ecosystem now that people can study for and get. Well, don't studies silly say that jobs. women aren't paid as much as men for the same job? Oh, there don't are they have real causes. There's, there's there? so many asterisks on that. <laughs> we asterisks. could we could go on for an hour. Yeah. Well, 
It's not. Right. It's not an apples to apples uh, situation. Uh, there is yet another update today on the injuries that led to Bob Saget's death. Um, the medical examiner now says he died, of course, January 9th in his hotel room at the Ritz-Carlton in Orlando, Florida. He was found dead in bed. Now they're saying he hit something hard covered by something soft, like a carpet. Now, remember, the last time we looked in on these injuries, they were significant. He had a fracture at the base of his skull, broken orbital bones, and brain bleeding. That's quite a fall. I mean, he must have really I, been I, complete. I would, that Did sounds he jump like, from a height? That sounds like head hit marble in the bathroom. That's why they, the, the bathroom was the number one suspect. Right. The, the, the very marbled floor in these Ritz-Carlton bathrooms. But You'd think Ritz-Carlton would have comfy carpeting. I don't know. I well, not in the bathroom. Of... Bathrooms are traditionally not carpeted. Because, right. Uh, but, so then and... what's the soft covering? Maybe a throw uh, rug? Maybe, the, yeah, or maybe they're thinking he didn't fall in the bathroom. He fell somewhere else in the in the hotel room that had a hard floor, maybe hard wood, and then a soft carpet cover that was still... Mm. Right, uh, but I'm saying... Pretty wouldn't, damaging. Wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't the Ritz-Carlton have something plusher? So that if you fell backwards on the hardwood it's floor, it would on your head. It might man. it might cushion the blow because man, that was a that was some harsh injury he suffered. Remember the oh the, the bones the, the diagram of, his of all of his injuries. Yeah, it was scary looking. They said it's, it we thought like, he took a beating with a baseball bat. Is right. what one medical examiner said. Right. So that's why I don't know. You this know, one I, says that um, it would have stunned him. This type of impact. And he probably would have appeared dizzy, likely would have been slurring his speech. If someone else had been there, he might have survived if he was mm. not alone. But like I said, he probably shook it off and just said, I'm going to bed. Which yeah, is why he was found well, just lying on his back. Been, he might have been woozy and disoriented and just collapsed on the bed. Oh, that could be it. Yeah. They said he likely did fall backward. Mm. Which, as we've learned from these terrible sports beatings, you know, when you just hit your head hard on the pavement or hard oh, yeah. surface. Well, all these uh, all these one punch knockouts that uh, homeless people are uh, committing on pedestrians, yeah, and, and these criminals, right? They're just knocking them once, one one fist, and boom, you're down on the sidewalk. You hit your head, pool of blood, and you're gone. That makes a case for cushioning everything. So uh, yeah, don't... I don't I don't like bathrooms. I, I never do because I'm. Clumsy. We should baby-proof everything. I did. well, that's why a lot of old people meet their fate in bathrooms when they fall in the. That's why oh, you have I, to have that walk-in tub. I know, I know. I, I don't know. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get my whole bathroom covered in something soft and cushy. Look at you, along with your nuclear fallout <laughs> shelter. There are things that scare me. Nuclear missiles scare me. Smashing my head on a marble floor scares me. What about that? I mean, I don't wow. stay up all night like this one here, but. I, I'm not worrying about the things that you're worrying about in the bathroom. Well, but that's real, though. A, you know, a tsunami is not real. Whoever said I'm afraid of a tsunami? I'm afraid of earthquakes. I have thought about tsunamis. It's the earthquakes that really get me. Right. Can, when we return, John knock you Ty. over on the bathroom floor. <laughs> John ties with whistleblower aid. They're representing a woman by the name of Naomi Seligman. She used to be the spokes hall. For Mayor Eric Yoga Pants Garcetti, she's the one that used this organization to reach the United States Senate, the Foreign Relations Committee, uh, over allegations that uh, Garcetti lied 
when he was asked under oath, not only by the Senate, but in a civil case about whether or not he witnessed or uh, he heard about sexual harassment by one of his former top aides. Coming up next. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.